And then I asked her, what do marathon runners eat for breakfast? You know what she said? Nothing. They fast. Oh, <laughs> welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are rising from recession. And our guest this week, well, she is building a strong and profitable business using her husband's nuts. This is Small Business Celebration. Join us as we learn from successful business owners and successful business leaders about who they are, from where their business has grown, what they have learned, and where their successful business is going. I'm your host, Michael I. Roberts, and we're going to learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Jennifer Rogers Echeverry, the owner of My Husband's Nuts. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you for having me. For visionaries who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? I am Jennifer Rogers Echeverry, and I am the founder and owner of My Husband's Nuts, specializing in seasoned and candied almonds. Now, your business was based out of necessity. Briefly tell us what happened and why the name. Well, it was Christmas time and the whole family was in town, my dad and my brother, and we were sitting around and my husband was giving his um, little speech about how the almond market wasn't doing very well and that right. I would have to watch the family budget again for the next year. <laughs> and I just finally said, you know, I've had enough. Every year you say it's going to get better. What do I have to do, sell your nuts for you? <laughs> and we just kind of laughed about it. And the next thing I know, here I am. <laughs> here you are. And the thing that's so great is the name seemed very intuitive just right off the top of your head but that's the genius of this thing how has the, the the name and the selling of the nuts under that name changed the almond business for you it's so fun i have to give my brother the credit um you know we joked about what we could name it and um, my husband's name is Mark, and I said we can name it Mark's Nuts. And right. my brother's the one that said, you should name it my husband's Nuts. But it's what I have learned is whenever I go anywhere where I'm with other women right. in agriculture, so many of them have said to me, I had that idea. <laughs> I had that idea. And I said, well, you didn't trademark it. <laughs> and that is lesson right That's there. Right. If you've got a great idea, make sure you trademark right. it, copyright it, because the first yep. one to the patent office wins. That's right. That's exactly right. It's one thing to put a very clever label on packaging. It's another thing to execute it. True. How did you find a market for this very clever packaging? Well, we just started locally in Bakersfield, mm. and I started going to people that I knew who owned stores and asking them, you know, can I put my product in your store? And little by little, you start reading uh, the personalities of right. people and you learn, you know, well, we didn't do so well in that store, but we seem to do much better in a winery, for example, ah. where people are wine tasting and having fun and have a little bit of sense of humor. There you so go. So it, it's all been a learning. I'm still learning. Uh -huh. I mean, it's every day. It's something new. One of the other things about this too, in your development, like you said, you figured out what your niche market is. How did you develop this market outside of Bakersfield and Kern County, and how did you make this thing spread to multiple states like you have? 
Well, we were very fortunate that Bakersfield, after about a year and a half of being in business, did an article on us, which expanded us outside of just Kern County. So right. we got up into Tehachapi, um, Fresno, a little bit broader right. um, here in California. But it wasn't until we were on The View, ABC's oh. The View, where a food critic took us on, and um, Whoopi Goldberg was the one tasting them. And we just got that just opened the doors for us. It was amazing. That's something right there. There's three key important parts of this. One is you had a quality product. Mm -hmm. Second of all, you had somebody that vouched for you that didn't know you, any of you personally. Right. And then of course, getting on a, a, a name show like The View also <laughs> helps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But that wasn't the end of it because now you've gotten this national exposure. Right. Now, how did you follow through? Because that's the $2 trick. The number one thing for me was to get, you get them one time. Mm. So we, we always like to say, you buy the first package because of the label. We right. want you to buy the second one because it tastes so good. Uh. So you have to come up with something like, we got a lot of orders from The View. We got a lot of orders. We opened doors to, it opened doors for us to be in a lot of new stores, but you need to make sure that you keep them. And for me, it's that personal connection. I'm right. talking to them, you know, are they selling? Which ones are selling, you know, more? Obviously, our butter toffee is our number one seller. Right. Um, I don't want a store to be stuck with product if it's not selling. Right. So, um, you know, we work with the stores. You don't have to buy all of our flavors. You don't have to carry everything. We want you to carry what you are going to sell. And in case you are hearing a helicopter in the background <laughs> or traffic in the background Tractors. or it sounds like there's a wind gust across the microphone, it's because we're out here in the orchards of my husband's nuts. Taking this to the next step, you, you went ahead and you started expanding the market. You became na national. But then COVID hit. And people were not allowed to go to wineries. People were not able to go to these boutique locations and purchase your product. How did you adapt? It has been a struggle. Mm. It, it hit us hard. We were affected just like everybody else. Um, but is what we really did is we sat back and thought, okay, what are people doing? Well, they're home and they're on their computers. Hmm, I think we need to up our website. I think we need to really hit the social media in a way that we'd never done before. Oh. And for me, that was a huge turning point. I right. um, got involved and found somebody that I trust immensely and she just does all my social media and she has turned the whole thing around for me. And um, I, that's, that has saved us. In the next segment, I'd like to explore that a little bit because the, it's one of those challenges that a lot of people have is translating likes into dollars. Correct. And that's quite that's the so journey great. itself. Mm -hmm. And if visioneers want to experience my husband's nuts for the first time, how do they how do they get in touch with you and how do they find out? It's super simple. Myhusbandsnuts.com. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is there. <laughs> Very good. And if you like small business celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify and leave a comment, especially here on YouTube. And when we come back, we're going to explore the wild, wild west of social media and turning likes into dollars. My name is Josh D'Amigo and I'm a Toastmaster from Ventura, California. Toastmasters has helped me build my career and relate to small business owners in a myriad of ways. Too many ways to list in 30 seconds. But the most impactful way that Toastmasters has helped me is to come up with believable answers to really bad questions on the fly. 
This is not just in my presentations at work, but it's also at city council meetings and at my local chamber. I invite you to join us at Toastmasters and I look forward to seeing you there. Toastmasters, the fun and relaxed group of leaders who will help you get ahead. Go to toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button and set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition. Go to toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button. That's toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button today. We're here with Jennifer Rogers Echeverry, the owner of My Husband's Nuts. And our visionary question of the segment comes from Terry, who asks, We're trying to figure out how to consolidate our company's story so that it can be whittled down to the length of an elevator pitch. What have you discovered that works for your company? When you purchase products from the farmer's wife, you are supporting the American farmer. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> how did you arrive at that? Well, we're in agriculture and mm. we're in farming and so many people don't realize where their food comes from. Ah. One of the things I truly enjoy is when I'm out promoting our products, mm -hmm. I'll do food shows or trade shows, is the, the people that come up and start talking to me. There are so many people that have no idea the process of an almond and how it's grown. I actually get people that ask me, how are they grown? And when I mention a tree, they're just blown away. Right, sure. So, you know, just supporting the American farmer has truly been my mission all along. Right. Is, is supporting ag here in America. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like the how you arrived at this is you looked at the big picture. You looked at this is the major problem we're solving, and this is how the person who purchased our nuts solves that problem. Is, was that the line of thinking, or was it more trial and error, and we'll see what works and what doesn't, and what, what clicks? I think that that grew with us. Mm. I don't know if that was our mission when we started, right? because we kind of did it all backwards. Oh, okay. You know, I didn't really have a plan to go out and, and market my husband's almonds. <laughs> but as we started doing it, and I started learning, that people have a choice mm. in products that they can choose from. Right. But what was making them choose ours was the packaging, for one thing, right. and that they're truly delicious. Right. And on the bag it says, you know, you are helping support the American farmer. Right. And people like to support local, they like to support, you know, those personalities, so right. to speak. They right. want to know that it's not a big corporation that, you know, is, is getting the money. Sure. Now, you mentioned in the previous segment that you have a wizard for a social media person. <laughs> I do. And she is largely responsible for getting the name of the company out, company out and getting your product known. And you happen to have a very lucky person because <laughs> you have managed to answer a question that a lot of business owners are having, especially in the world of social media. It's one thing to get a million likes on a post. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to translate those likes into dollars. How did you do that? I had to learn through her as well. Mm. But what works for one client doesn't necessarily work for another client. Mm. So for our apparel, for example, we have apparel. Not everybody wants our apparel. Right. Um, they like it, but they don't want to buy it. Right. Um, the same thing with our different flavored almonds. Uh, we have different gift sets. So you, you have to truly have multiple things because you might have a thousand followers and those thousand followers only like your butter toffee almonds. <laughs> right, but right. I sure. have other things that I really want to get out there. You right. know, so they can only order so many butter toffee almonds before right. they are tired of them. Right. So you just, I think, 
um, fresh product, meaning fresh ideas. Right. Okay. Um, fresh um, contests. People love contests, especially oh. during COVID, because they're sitting home and they're bored. Right. And if they have a chance to actually win something and get something in the mail, there you go. They love it. I have found that contests for us have gotten us more um, likes and uh, people buy them because they get them in the mail from those contests and then they go online and order them. One of the other things that you also mentioned is there was a lot of trial and error when you were figuring this out. There was also a bit of trial and error when you were first starting the company too. There seems to be a fair amount of trial and error. Every day. <laughs> what is something that has worked well through this trial and error and then something that affects the decisions that you make from then on? I would say the number one thing for us that has worked well is we're consistent. Mm. Our flavors are consistent. They're fresh. Uh, we've, we don't have a bad batch and have to recall it. I've, ne thank goodness, never had that problem. Right. Um, my followers that buy from me know what they're going to get mm. and they trust me. Right. And I think that that's important um, in owning a business. Right. And um, the things that haven't worked so well is um, we've experimented with some flavors that weren't real popular. Um, not taking advantage of social media, but more the website and and not staying up to date on your website. You oh. know, that is where I learned a lot is you have to have people to, a reason to come back and click on your website. Mm. You cannot have it boring all mm. the time. You know, you want to give them a reason. And for me, I like to show the story. So, okay, now the bees are here. So let's, you know, go to the website so you can learn about the bees or sure. go to our Instagram page. Um, you, you want to have people a reason for them to keep coming back so that you don't lose them and they don't go buy from somebody else. How much of that, because for one, I was one, one of those that was following, uh, here's the bees and the truck and everything. In the right. How much of that was you out there with your mobile phone taking pictures and uploading that? And how much of that did you have your very creative social media person take care of that for you? The majority of the photos that come from our farm, I take. I oh, take them all. Okay. She, then we have a lot of nut fans. We call them our nut fans. Sure, we sure. love our nut fans. They send us their photos from all over the world, literally. Ah. So we're very blessed to get photos of our fans. Um, I'll get my husband when he's out in the farm taking pictures. I'll say, can you take a picture for today? Of what's going on? Uh, he'll be sending me a photo probably here in the next month. The first, he tries to find the first almond. Right. And he'll take a picture for me. Right. But, um, but the talent that I have with my social media girl is that she's the talent that puts it together. Nice. And puts it out there and, and does it beautifully so it's said perfectly. It goes at the right time of the day and, you know, has the right filter. So that's her talent. So we all, we work very well together in that respect. When we come back, we're going to delve into chemistry and more specifically into lithium ion batteries and determine whether or not lithium really should be the, what's used in batteries the most for electric cars. Or we could answer another visionary question. We'll come right back. <laughs> we're here with Jennifer Rogers at Severi because of a visionary question that came from a visionary just like you. She wanted to find out about how Jennifer came up with this very creative labeling and how it all came to pass and, and how she's been able to make it work. So continue to reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram with any questions, thoughts, ideas that you want to learn about here on Small Business Celebration on LinkedIn, 
Facebook and Instagram and let us know. So we look forward to hearing your comments, your thoughts on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram today. We're here with Jennifer Rogers Echeverry, the owner of My Husband's Nuts. And our visionary question of the segment comes from Blue who asks, I find myself spending every day just responding to problem after problem after problem. When do you take the time to reflect on what your business is doing and how to proceed into the future? For me, it's realizing that I cannot do everything myself. Mm. You have to depend on people to help you. Right. You finally get to a point, if you become successful, that you can't do it all. Mm. And I need to be out in front of the people's faces so they can see me and visiting with them. So I have my little elves, you know, putting the labels on or, or taking the orders. Um, you, you finally get to the point you have to get help. Mm. And um, it could be a spouse if you don't have the money to do it. Uh, it could be your family. But anything that can free you up to take that deep breath that you need, right. um, to go for a walk and get out of the office, there are days that I have to just sit in the office all day long to get things done. Right. And I hate it. <laughs> Absolutely. I just walk by my office and keep walking because I'm like, oh, I have to be in there all day. <laughs> However, those days when I walk out, I feel are sometimes the most productive because it feels so good to get all that done. One of the great things about leaving the office and getting out and keeping that 30,000 foot view and getting the little elves to put all the labels on and getting all those done, it gives you the opportunity to go spend with some time with your gypsies. Yeah, <laughs> my gypsies. <laughs> and and well, who are I your know. gypsies? My gypsies are my best girlfriends. Uh -huh. There's five of us and um, they're just my... They're my, other than my husband and my, my mom, I, and my dad was a great support as well, but my girlfriends, there's nothing like it, you know? <laughs> and there's been times during the holidays where I'm just slammed with orders and we still label every package by hand. Wow. And they'll bring a bottle of wine over and they'll sit around the table <laughs> and help me and they're the best. <laughs> it's amazing what you can get done with a little vino. And they're free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The great thing about this too is they're a release for you. Absolutely. They And they also help give you honest perspective. How valuable is that to not just your business, but to your psyche and your soul? Well, it's interesting because each of them, they all work mm. and in completely different unrelated fields. Right. And for example, they see things from the outside that I don't see mm. and they're so honest. For example, one girlfriend told me, why do you have an 800 number? It's costing you money. Right. Nobody uses them anymore. Get rid of it. And she had great advice for helping me. She goes, let me see what you're spending money on. Mm. Why are you spending money on this? You don't need to spend money on that. And I go, I don't know. I did it when I started the company. Sure. You know, in 2003, I thought I was still supposed to do that. Another one of my girlfriends is in the insurance business. And she's like, this is what you need to do. And, and so if you find friends that you can, you know, collaborate with and right. feed off of and um but you know they have to be honest with you right that's the number one thing you right. know and they are well and it sounds like they also have genuinely have your best interests absolutely at heart. and yep. that's that's key and they support me i um they 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 buy them from me <laughs> right sure and they tell me we need we're putting together a gift i need some of your nuts and if you don't let me pay you then i'm just going to go buy them at the store and i'm right. like fine okay you know <laughs> but um that that means so much to me it really does 
Also part of your success with this is something that you learned from The Secret. I love The Secret. And first of all, for visitors who don't know what The Secret is, what is The Secret? And then what have you gleaned from that that's so important? The Secret is the power of belief, seeing it um, and having it actually come. Mm. And I, I'm a huge believer in goals and, and I make goals, I have a goal poster and I envision it, you know, I just, we knew we'd get through COVID, we're going to get through it. Right. How can I get through it? Where can I see myself on the other side? Right. Um, you, you just have to keep moving forward because it is not always easy. Right. And one of my most famous quotes is from Mary Kay Ash, and she said, you cannot get from mountaintop to mountaintop without going through the valleys. Right, absolutely. Mm -hmm. What was one of the first things on your vision board? Um, <laughs> Africa. <laughs> and then? I want to travel. Uh -huh. So I have all of my travels on there where I wanted to go. And I've actually been able to go to a couple of them. So I'm very fortunate. And reading. Um, I would love to take that time where I have my little helpers helping and I can just walk away with a book. I have so many friends that have given me great books and they're just sitting on my desk. And I really want to take time and read more, definitely. <laughs> Well, and if you need more books, I know of a great retailer here in town, Russo's Books. They got plenty of stuff. Russo's was one of my very first stores I ever got into. Nice, yes. nice. Believe it or not. And Mike Russo is a great awesome. supporter of local businesses yes. and local authors and mm -hmm. local vendors like yep. you. Know, know them well. What is one piece of advice that you have given business owners over and over and over again that never listen to it? <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it correctly the first time. Why is that? It may take a little more money. It may take a little bit longer to get it accomplished. Do it Right. My dad instilled that in me when we started the business. When we were putting the labels together and how to do the label, um, there was a, a less expensive way to do it. But he saw that down the road that wouldn't work and I'd have to reinvest in it again. He said, let's just do it right and let's do it right now. And I've always had that, you know, just whether it be with an attorney, whether it be with your packaging, whether it be with your staff, um, anything. It, it can be applied to anything in your business. Take a deep breath and do it right. It will be worth the wait, it will be worth the money. What makes you get up every morning and open your business? Sometimes it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll True. be honest, it's hard. True. Um, I love to get up and have my coffee and check out what my social media girl has put out there for me because not always do I know. I get a little sure. surprised. <laughs> I love to see the comments from people. Right. It, it's, it never, that never gets old. Right. And to find new followers and then find out some of them are celebrities oh. or somebody's a little famous or it's like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> that gives me my kick in the step for the day. And, and it's like, that is amazing. And then I love to get involved and thank those people or mm. make a comment, you sure. know, and build that relationship with them but um, just just knowing that there's something new that's happening that right. that that gets me going dear miss Goldberg thank you for saying nice things about our product on the view exactly. <laughs> which darn it was before Instagram <laughs> 
Well, Jennifer, this has been a privilege. If people want to learn more about you and your products, how can they get in touch with you and find out? They can go to myhusbandsnets.com and all of our social media is listed there and our contact information. Well, very good. Well, thank you again for being on Small Business Celebration. This has been a wonderful time. Thank you very much. And we will and stick around for my final thought when we come right back. My name is Josh D'Amigo and I'm a Toastmaster from Ventura, California. Toastmasters has helped me build my career and relate to small business owners in a myriad of ways. Too many ways to list in 30 seconds. But the most impactful way that Toastmasters has helped me is to come up with believable answers to really bad questions on the fly. This is not just in my presentations at work, but it's also at city council meetings and at my local chamber. I invite you to join us at Toastmasters and I look forward to seeing you there. Toastmasters, the fun and relaxed group of leaders who will help you get ahead. Go to toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button and set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition. Go to toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button. That's toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button today. It's spring! You can tell by the tree behind me. It's flowering, it's beautiful, and the bees are buzzing. And, and with this COVID, the long winter is finally starting to thaw, and we're starting to see movement again. And for a lot of business owners, we're thinking, it's about time. But there's something that you need to think about. As beautiful as that tree is, it's not producing nuts yet. And nuts are what create revenue. So as beautiful as this tree is, as opening as the economy is starting to have, as spring has finally come to us, this is not the time to slow down and relax. This is the time to keep moving and grow your business. Sow and grow and develop and nurture because summer is coming. And that tree is going to produce nuts. But are you ready? Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond. And you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.